Part six of American Cookery by Amelia Simmons. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Preserves for preserving quinces. Take a peck of quinces, pare them, take out the core with a sharp knife if you wish to have them whole. Boil parings and cores with two pound frost grapes in three quarts water. Boil the liquor an hour and a half, or till it is thick. Strain it through a coarse hair sieve. Add one and a quarter pound sugar to every pound of quince. Put the sugar into the syrup, scald and skim it till it is clear. Put the quinces into the syrup. Cut up two oranges and mix with quince. Hang them over a gentle fire for five hours. Then put them in a stone pot for use. Set them in a dry, cool place. For preserving quinces in loaf sugar. Take a peck of quinces, put them into a kettle of cold water, hang them over the fire, boil them till they are soft, then take them out with a fork. When cold, pare them, quarter, or halve them if you like. Take their weight of loaf sugar, put into a bell metal kettle or saucepan with one quart of water, scald and skim it till it is very clear, then put in your quinces. Let them boil in the syrup for half an hour. Add oranges as before if you like. Then put them in stone pots for use. For preserving strawberries. Take two quarts of strawberries, squeeze them through a cloth, add half a pint of water and two pound of sugar. Put it into a saucepan, scald and skim it. Take two pound of strawberries with stems on, set your saucepan on a chafing dish, put as many strawberries into the dish as you can with the stems up without bruising them. Let them boil for about ten minutes, then take them out gently with a fork and put them into a stone pot for use. When you have done the whole, turn the syrup into the pot when hot. Set them in a cool place for use. Currants and cherries may be done in the same way by adding a little more sugar. The American Citron Take the rind of a large watermelon, not too ripe, cut it into small pieces, Take two pound of loaf sugar, one pint of water, put it all into a kettle, let it boil gently for four hours, then put it into pots for use. To keep white bullis, pears, plums, or damsons, etc., for tarts or pies. Gather them when full grown, and just as they begin to turn. Pick all the largest out. Save about two-thirds of the fruit. To the other third, put as much water as you think will cover them boil and skim them. When the fruit is boiled very soft, strain it through a coarse hair sieve, and to every quart of this liquor put a pound and a half of sugar. Boil it and skim it very well. Then throw in your fruit, just give them a scald. Take them off the fire, and when cold, put them into bottles with wide mouths. Pour your syrup over them, lay a piece of white paper over them, and cover them with oil. To make marmalade to two pounds of quinces, put three-quarters of a pound of sugar and a pint of spring-water. Then put them over the fire and boil them till they are tender. Then take them up and bruise them. Then put them into the liquor, let it boil three-quarters of an hour, and then put it into your pots or saucers. To preserve mulberries whole. Set some mulberries over the fire in skillet or preserving pan. Draw from them a pint of juice when it is strained. Then take three pounds of sugar beaten very fine. Wet the sugar with the pint of juice. Boil up your sugar and skim it. 
put in two pounds of ripe mulberries, and let them stand in the syrup, till they are thoroughly warm. Then set them on the fire, and let them boil very gently. Do them but half enough, so put them by in the syrup till next day. Then boil them gently again. When the syrup is pretty thick, and will stand in round drops when it is cold, they are done enough, so put all into a galley-pot for use. TO PRESERVE GOOSEBERRIES, DAMSONS, OR PLUMS Gather them when dry, full-grown, and not ripe. Pick them one by one, put them into glass bottles that are very clean and dry, and cork them close with new corks. Then put a kettle of water on the fire, and put in the bottles with care. Wet not the corks, but let the water come up to the necks. Make a gentle fire till they are a little coddled and turn white. Do not take them up till cold. Then pitch the corks all over, or wax them close and thick. Then set them in a cool, dry cellar. TO PRESERVE PEACHES Put your peaches in boiling water. Just give them a scald, but don't let them boil. Take them out and put them in cold water, then dry them in a sieve, and put them in long, wide-mouthed bottles. To half a dozen peaches, take a quarter pound of sugar, clarify it, pour it over your peaches, and fill the bottles with brandy, Stop them close, and keep them in a closed place. To preserve apricots. Take your apricots and pare them, then stone what you can whole. Give them a light boiling in a pint of water, or according to your quantity of fruit. Then take the weight of your apricots in sugar, and take the liquor which you boil them in, and your sugar, and boil it till it comes to a syrup, and give them a light boiling, taking of the scum as it rises. When the syrup jellies, it is enough. Then take up the apricots, and cover them with the jelly, and put cut paper over them, and lay them down when cold. Or, take you plums before they have stones in them, which you may know by putting a pin through them. Then coddle them in many waters, till they are as green as grass. Peel them, and coddle them again. You must take the weight of them in sugar, and make a syrup. Put in your sugar a pint of water. Then put them in, set them on the fire to boil slowly, till they be clear, skimming them often, and they will be very green. Put them up in glasses, and keep them for use. To preserve cherries. Take two pounds of cherries, one pound and a half of sugar, half a pint of fair water, melt some sugar in it. When it is melted, put in your other sugar and your cherries, then boil them softly, till all the sugar be melted. Then boil them fast, and skim them. Take them off two or three times, and shake them, and put them on again, and let them boil fast. And when they are of a good color, and the syrup will stand, they are boiled enough. To preserve raspberries. Choose raspberries that are not too ripe, and take the weight of them in sugar. Wet your sugar with a little water, and put in your berries, and let them boil softly. Take heed of breaking them. When they are clear, take them up, and boil the syrup till it be thick enough, then put them in again, and when they are cold, put them up in glasses. To preserve currants. Take the weight of the currants in sugar, pick out the seeds. Take to a pound of sugar half a pint of water, let it melt. Then put in your currants, and let them do very leisurely. Skim them, and take them up, let the syrup boil. Then put them on again, and when they are clear and the syrup thick enough, take them off, and when they are cold, put them up in glasses. To preserve plums. 
Take your plums before they have stones in them, which you may know by putting a pin through them. Then coddle them in many waters till they are as green as grass. Peel them and coddle them again. You must take the weight of them in sugar, a pint of water, then put them in, set them on the fire to boil slowly till they be clear, skimming them often, and they will be very green. Put them up in glasses and keep them for use. To keep damsons. Take damsons when they are first ripe, pick them off carefully, wipe them clean, put them into snuff bottles, stop them up tight so that no air can get to them, nor water. Put nothing into the bottles but plums. Put the bottles into cold water, hang them over the fire. Let them heat slowly, let the water boil slowly for half an hour. When the water is cold, take out the bottles. Set the bottles into a cold place. They will keep twelve months if the bottles are stopped tight, so as no air nor water can get to them. They will not keep long after the bottles are opened. The plums must be hard. Current Jelly Having stripped the currants from the stalks, put them in a stone jar, stop it close, set it in a kettle of boiling water halfway the jar, let it boil half an hour, take it out and strain the juice through a coarse hair sieve, to a pint of juice put a pound of sugar, set it over a fine quick fire in a preserving pan or a bell metal skillet, keep stirring it all the time till the sugar be melted, then skim the scum off as fast as it rises. When the jelly is very clear and fine, pour it into earthen or china cups. When cold, cut white papers just the bigness of the top of the pot, and lay on the jelly. Dip those papers in brandy, then cover the top of the pot and prick it full of holes. Set it in a dry place. You may put some into glasses for present use. To dry peaches. Take the fairest and ripest peaches. Pare them into fair water. Take their weight in double refined sugar, of one half makes a very thin syrup. Then put in your peaches, boiling them till they look clear. Then split and stone them, boil them till they are very tender, lay them a-draining, take the other half of the sugar and boil it almost to a candy. Then put in your peaches, and let them lie all night, then lay them on a glass, and set them in a stove till they are dry. If they are sugared too much, wipe them with a wet cloth a little. Let the first syrup be very thin, a quart of water to a pound of sugar. To pickle or make mangoes of melons. Take green melons, as many as you please, and make a brine strong enough to bear an egg. Then pour it boiling hot on the melons, keeping them down under the brine. Let them stand five or six days. Then take them out, split them down on one side, take out all the seeds, scrape them well in the inside, and wash them clean with cold water. Then take a clove of a garlic, a little ginger and nutmeg sliced, and a little whole pepper. Put all these proportionably into the melons, filling them up with mustard seeds. Then lay them in an earthen pot with a slit upwards, and take one part of mustard and two parts of vinegar, enough to cover them, pouring it upon them scalding hot, and keep them close stopped. To Pickle Barberries Take of white wine vinegar and water, of each an equal quantity. To every quart of this liquor, put in half a pound of cheap sugar. Then pick the worst of your barberries, and put into this liquor, and the best into glasses. Then boil your pickle with the worst of your barberries, and skim it very clean. Boil it till it looks of a fine color, then let it stand to be cold before you strain it. Then strain it through a cloth, wringing it to get all the color you can from the barberries. Let it stand to cool and settle. 
then pour it clear into the glasses. In a little of the pickle, boil a little fennel. When cold, put a little bit at the top of the pot or glass, and cover it close with a bladder or leather. To every half pound of sugar, put a quarter of a pound of white salt. To Pickle Cucumbers Let your cucumbers be small, fresh gathered, and free from spots. Then make a pickle of salt and water, strong enough to bear an egg. Boil the pickle and skim it well, and then pour it upon your cucumbers and stive them down for twenty-four hours. Then strain them out into a cullender and dry them well with a cloth, and take the best white wine vinegar with cloves, diced mace, nutmeg, white peppercorns, long pepper, and races of ginger, as much as you please. Boil them up together, and then clap the cucumbers in with a few vine leaves and a little salt, and as soon as they begin to turn their color, put them into jars. Stive them down close, and when cold, tie on a bladder and leather. Alamode Beef Take a round of beef and stuff it with half-pound pork, half-pound of butter, the soft of half a loaf of wheat bread, boil four eggs very hard, chop them up, add sweet marjoram, sage, parsley, summer savory, and one ounce of cloves, pounded. Chop them all together with two eggs very fine, and add a gill of wine, season very high with salt and pepper, cut holes in your beef to put your stuffing in, then stick whole cloves into the beef, then put it into a two-pail pot with sticks at the bottom. If you wish to have the beef round when done, put it into a cloth and bind it tight with twenty or thirty yards of twine. Put it into your pot with two or three quarts of water and one gill of wine. If the round be large, it will take three or four hours to bake it. For dressing codfish, put the fish first into cold water and wash it. Then hang it over the fire and soak it six hours in scalding water. Then shift it into clean, warm water, and let it scald for one hour. It will be much better than to boil. To boil all kinds of garden stuff. In dressing all sorts of kitchen garden herbs, take care they are clean washed, that there be no small snails or caterpillars between the leaves, and that all coarse outer leaves and the tops that have received any injury by the weather be taken off. Next wash them in a good deal of water, and put them into a cullender to drain. Care must likewise be taken that your pot or saucepan be clean, well tinned, and free from sand or grease. To keep green peas till Christmas. Take young peas, shell them, put them into a cullender to drain, then buy a cloth four or five times double on a table, then spread them on. Dry them very well, and have your bottles ready. Fill them, cover them with mutton suet fat when it is a little soft. Fill the necks almost to the top, cork them, tie a bladder and a leather over them, and set them in a dry, cool place. To boil French beans. Take your beans and string them, cut in two and then across. When you have done them all, sprinkle them over with salt, stir them together. As soon as your water boils, put them in and make them boil up quick. They will be soon done, and they will look of a better green than when growing in the garden. If they are very young, only break off the ends, then break in two and dress them in the same manner. To boil broad beans. Beans require a great deal of water, and it is not best to shell them till just before they are ready to go into the pot. When the water boils, put them in with some picked parsley and some salt. Make them boil up quick. When you see them begin to fall, they are done enough. Strain them off, garnish the dish with boiled parsley, and send plain butter in a cup or boat. To boil green peas. 
When your peas are shelled and the water boils, which should not be much more than will cover them, put them in with a few leaves of mint. As soon as they boil, put in a piece of butter as big as a walnut, and stir them about. When they are done enough, strain them off, and sprinkle in a little salt. Shake them till the water drains off, and send them hot to the table with melted butter in a cup or boat. To boil asparagus. First, cut the white ends off about six inches from the head, and scrape them from the green part downward very clean. As you scrape them, throw them into a pan of clear water, and after a little soaking, tie them up in a small even bundle. When your water boils, put them in and boil them up quick, but by overboiling they will lose their heads. Cut a slice of bread for a toast, and toast it brown on both sides. When your asparagus is done, take it up carefully, dip the toast in the asparagus water, and lay it at the bottom of your dish. Then lay the heads of the asparagus on it, with the white ends outwards. Pour a little melted butter over the heads, cut an orange into small pieces, and stick them between for garnish. To boil cabbage. If your cabbage is large, cut it into quarters. If small, cut it in halves. Let your water boil, then put in a little salt, and next your cabbage with a little more salt upon it. Make your water boil as soon as possible, and when the stalk is tender, take up your cabbage into a colander or sieve, that the water may drain off, and send it to table as hot as you can. Savoys are dressed in the same manner. For Brewing Spruce Beer Take four ounces of hops, let them boil half an hour in one gallon of water. Strain the hop water, then add sixteen gallons of warm water, two gallons of molasses, eight ounces of essence of spruce, dissolved in one quart of water. Put it in a clean cask, then shake it well together. Add half a pint of emptins, then let it stand and work one week. If very warm weather, less time will do. When it is drawn off to bottle, add one spoonful of molasses to every bottle. Emptins. Take a handful of hops and about three quarts of water, let it boil about fifteen minutes, then make a thickening as you do for starch, strain the liquor, when cold, put a little emptins to work them. They will keep well corked in a bottle five or six weeks. Advertisement The author of the American Cookery, not having an education sufficient to prepare the work for the press, the person that was employed by her, and entrusted with the recipes to prepare them for publication, with a design to impose on her and injure the sale of the book, did omit several articles very essential in some of the recipes, and placed others in their stead which were highly injurious to them, without her consent, which was unknown to her, till after publication, but she has removed them as far as possible by the following. Errata. Page 25. Rice Pudding, Number 2. For one pound butter, read half pound. For fourteen eggs, read eight. Number 5. After half pint rice, add six ounces sugar. Page 26. A nice Indian pudding, number three, boil only six hours. A flour pudding, read nine spoons of flour, put in scalding milk, bake an hour and a half. A boiled flour pudding, nine spoons of flour, boil an hour and a half. Page 27. A cream almond pudding. For eight yolks and three whites, read eight eggs. For one spoon flour, read eight. Boil an hour and a half. Potato pudding number one, number two. Add a pint of flour to each. Page twenty nine. 
Puff pastes for tarts, number three. For twelve eggs, read six. Page thirty-three. Plain cake. For one quart of emptins, read one pint. Page thirty-five. Another plain cake, number five. For nine pounds of flour, read eighteen pounds. In all puddings where cream is mentioned, milk may be used. In pastes, the white of eggs only are to be used. End of Part 6 End of American Cookery by Amelia Simmons Read by Betsy Bush, Marquette, Michigan, July 2010